Why not? Is this working? Hey, it is working. Okay, so you guys have to help me out. This isn't going to be a discussion class, so do I need this mic for all of you, or do you have your own? Or what did we, how did it work before? Is it not working? Hell. I'll try and follow it. I don't know why. What did I do to it? I'm going to bend this thing. I'm sorry. You'll turn me up. Thank you. I have to turn this on. What is all the technology? I swear. We are. I assume. I want you. I want everyone talking. You said it was a discussion class. Yes. Yes. I'll hold it. Just let Court have it. He can. He'll do all the talking. Okay. This is going to be a discussion class. Points to ponder is the. Uh, topic now that's pretty uh, ambiguous i'm sure so i wanted to make I, because my thoughts can get scattered pretty quickly i wrote up a, a lovely little page of what my intentions and my thoughts were so i have a vision for this class that i would like to share the elders would like us to have discussions in the auditorium over a lecture setting and i agree my view to do that is to take dif- different historical accounts of persons events and ask you all questions that come to Russ's mind with the hopes that I either went somewhere none of you could fathom and you're either going to argue against my thoughts or somehow see where I'm coming from whether right or wrong. I want to take the scripture which often is just a short sentence or so with so much more that could be said but isn't and then try to add definition by asking questions about the situation to describe what that character was possibly feeling thinking saying or doing that the Bible doesn't speak on specifically. I hope to make what happened in the Bible more defined if possible so that we can relate to actual historical figures who lived and walked and did the things we read about. Finally, I hope we all agree that we are reading what, what we are reading is inspired by God and he said what he said or left out what he left out for a reason. And even if we don't have an answer why he did either, we can and do accept that it's still right. We may not ever know, and from my point of view, that's fine. I don't have to know when the author is God, and he knows what he's doing. I want anyone and everyone to feel welcome to speak up. If it's what you think, then it's what you think. This is a class, and we're here to learn, including myself. For those online, I'm going to have the streaming chat open, and uh, you're welcome to ask questions as well. Hopefully, my wife will flag me down and say, hey, somebody has something to say. And I will ask your questions from from the lectern here. I don't want anyone thinking that what I'm saying is gospel. The gospels are the gospels, and the word of God is the word of God. If we just swallow without question, then it's never really ours. If we question and come to an agreeable result, then we fully embrace it as our religion. And when we fully do so, it should be more visible to others, and we light a fire inside that can't be contained. I personally have stoked my spiritual fire myself with the research and study I've done for this class, and I hope the same excitement is something you receive. So we're going to start off Genesis 6 on the flood. I have questions, I have thoughts, I have different avenues and viewpoints on why things were done the way they were, questions of what God was thinking, different scenarios, different uh, attitudes, different just everything, and they're not necessarily answered. 
So I have questions. I want you guys to put in your two cents because I don't know. First of all, let's, let's just go right there off the bat. Do we know what the Nephilim were? Is it absolute? The Nephilim. Chapter 6. <laughs> yes. The Nephilim. Somebody shrunk my Bible. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterward with the, when the sons of God went to the daughters of men and had children by them. The Nephilim. I went and I've researched that on multiple occasions. Well, there's like 15 different answers of who they were. They were uh, uh, angels kicked out of heaven. That was one of them. They were having babies with humans. Is that a possibility? Is that a reality? <laughs> yes, sir. Sorry about that. Doesn't the Bible explain that the angels left their uh, their assigned position and dwelt with women, and that's where we get uh, what is it, David and Goliath, or Goliath, the giants that roamed the earth at the time. The, ne- the Nephilim were considered giants. That's one of the th- one of the, well, the, the definitions of in the, when the Israelites went into the Promised Land, or they're looking at it, they referred to them as Nephilim as well. I'm, I'm not an expert in it, but uh, I kind of got the in. in Indication that the possibility that they were the ones that the angels had dwelt with women and left their domain or their sure. assigned, and I, that's where they came from. And I'm not the expert to tell you you're wrong. Yeah, I wasn't there, so <laughs> can't, can't swear. By it. And I fair I don't, enough. I don't hold it as as so big deal. That's not salvation. Doesn't come through them. <laughs> fair. I'll give you that one. It's it's still the question. We don't know. And, in all reality, we may not ever know. It's not, it's, there's, you show me where you're going to find it. Oh, yeah, and the Nephilim were this. And, okay, we can all agree. I've known several Bible scholars who've gone through this front to back, back to front, in the middle and to the left and to the right. They can't tell me. So guess what? I'm not going to be able to tell you either. Something to ponder. Why don't we know? That's what the whole class is about with the discussions. Okay. So in... Chapter 6, God discovered that man was corrupt and evil. So the characteristics of God, he's omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent. All right, how does God discover something? We discover new elements, we discover new animals all the time. Well, God created all that. How does he discover everything? He's already been to the end of time and was at the beginning, and he's at both at the same time. How did he discover that man was corrupt? Fair. Is he, also, is, he, cause he, is he possibly telling me this for the reasons of the reader? He goes, all right. I knew it, but now I'm telling you, man was corrupt. I knew he was going to be corrupt. I knew my son was going to have to die for a corrupt man before man was even made. For our benefit, I discovered it, that they were corrupt. I finally looked down and went, and he starts shaking his head. Some things in the Bible are for our discovery, not God's. He discovered, he's like, I saw it the whole time, but you guys are human, so you're going to need a little jump start. 
Now, God discovered that man was corrupt. And then he started the clock. That man, the world was going to be destroyed. He goes, I'm going to destroy it, destroy it with water. And he told Noah. And so the next day he destroyed it with water, correct? Or did it take some time? Yes, Tom says it's correct. Or he had to build the ark. From, where, from that wall to that wall, come on, Tom, what do you think? 100 feet, 80 feet? Let's just say 100 for, for grins, okay? The ark, five of those. So that would be all the way into regional, okay? It would be double in height and roughly the width. That's a big, big, big we say boat, but I don't know there's a boat. That was enormous. It's going to take a little while. Okay, so the question we have, so God determined he was destroying mankind. Why did he wait a hundred years? Because that's how long it took Noah to build the ark. So if you know, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're looking down on everybody, everybody in this room is just corrupt. And I have to wait a hundred years to... Give, basically give a spanking. My parents didn't wait 100 years to spank me. They're in the room, so... Yes, ma'am. You know they waited 100 years? Yes! He preached for 100 years because God's first goal is always going to be salvation Absolutely. of a soul. So, to give people an opportunity, a chance... Do his due diligence. <laughs> Boy, correct. All right, I love that. How patient is your God? I mean, let's be realistic here. That man is still very new. He gave a hundred years. Noah is preaching the entire time. First Peter three twenty. God waited patiently for the time it took to build. How does God wait patiently when He lives outside of time? But He waits. So how can he do that? Regardless, we don't, so he will. We are all bad, so he's just sitting there going, there's another ark, and its name is Jesus. If the flood's coming, and it's coming with fire, Jesus is coming to take us all home, who are the eight that are going to be saved? Well, I hope we're all the eight in this room. That's what I want. God's patient. I've, I've said more than once, you know, I, I woke up again today. You know, sometimes you're like, huh, this is just, I'm tired, right? So, God, just take us home. But then, how many have friends, family, loved ones that aren't saved? Selfishly, I want to go home, but I'm like, maybe today, maybe today they listen. One soul lost is too many to God. He's like, I'm willing to wait. He already knows the answer, but he still says, I'm willing to wait. So let's see, he waited. <laughs> I want you, this is something I wanted you to think about. And that's, this is where my brain goes. 100 years. 2022. 1922. How much has changed in our society in that amount of time? TV first became a thing 95 years ago, 1927. 
Now think about this. In the 50s and 60s, when we had television coming out regularly, any married couple, this is a rule, any married couple shown in the bedroom, what they have to have? Separate beds. Where are we now? Oi. Oh. I mean, we get, we get a, sometimes you get a, a, a one or a left or a right cheek showing. They're not shy about anything. Or who's in those beds? That was a hundred years ago. How are we any better? In a hundred years, that's how much to spend. What was it? How, you, sorry, there's a few. You're going you're gonna to get checked on your age. He grabbed the, he was, it, was a, it was the bedroom scene, and he grabbed his bed and pushed it up against hers. What show was that? Come on, Dad. I can't think of what it is either. I'm just hoping for a discussion. Anyone? It was a big thing. I mean, collectively, you would have heard all the black and white television people, viewers, going, oh, he did that, the scandal, by pushing his bed up against hers. Hers being his wife. I think it was. That's right. Now that makes more sense. I Love Lucy. Wholehearted show. But it was scandalous because he pushed his bed up against hers, his wife's. So they were together. So God decided to destroy the world and started the doomsday clock 100 years later. Sir. Sorry. Can we go back to verse 5 for a second in Genesis 6? Absolutely. My thought on that is uh, not so much that God discovered that man was wicked, but he had witnessed not just the wickedness of man, but he also witnessed the evil intentions of their thoughts, which, as that word indicates at the end, it was frequent and it was regular. Correct. <laughs> because All none the of time. Us None of us can say we we sin all the time without stop. Correct. And at yeah. the same time, none of us praise God all the time without stop. Fair. But I will give that to you. That's genuinely. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's how that's how corrupt it was. Their waking moments, everything was evil. Everything was dark. Now, <laughs> how many of you know people? pretty much every waking moment is just dark. You, you, everything coming out of their mouth is something you don't want to hear. Act, actions they've done or are doing, you're like, I, I need a shower after talking to you. That was a person. This was a people. So you couldn't walk down the street and say, hey Joe, how's it going? Oh, it's going better than, and he gives you a full diatribe of everything that he just did, and you're like, Egh. That's what God was destroying because they had nothing else in mind than darkness and negativity and everything anti-God. So the question I have, and this is thoughts on this, is why God waited. He's patient, but then we have other examples when he's not. Numbers 21, he sent out snakes to the Israelites. Started popping them left and right. Number 16, Hophni and Phinehas, they didn't do so well. That was for Samuel, excuse me. <laughs> I put my numbers in the wrong spot. He killed the Israelites with snakes in Numbers 21. Three entire families of Israelites 
who weren't obeying, he destroyed in number 16, and Hophni and Phinehas. <laughs> These were the high priest's sons. They were in contempt of the sacrifices to the Lord and in the little thing of sleeping with the women who served at the tent of meeting. These are the holy people. For lack of a better, they were the preacher, preacher's kids, and they were acting in a manner of such. Instant. And he waited a hundred years. Okay. So here, that was the, the question. What did, what did the ark look like? That's a discussion question. Somebody should be talking. What did it look like? I can tell you the specifics. It was 300 cub- cubits by 50 by 30, which is approximately 510 feet long, 86 feet wide, and 50 feet tall. Wow, I should, that's not 86. It would be twice as wide as this. But what did it look like? Did it have a rudder? How many sails did it have? Was the front shaped? We don't know. But here's what I here's what my imagination. Was. So I saw several different pictures. In fact, every every uh, uh, we taught, teach the, the baby class, the toddler class, we have the Noah's Ark in there, and it's all they're all a boat. All right, there's a there's a front, there's a back. I don't, I don't see a rudder, but it looks like every you know, the boat that you would ever see out on the lake or out on the on the water anywhere. This was the world's largest zoo that floats. What did it, where did it need to be steered to? Nowhere. What was its sole purpose? Float. This was a bobber, for lack of a better word, truly. All it was meant to do was keep everybody on top of the water and everything. So was there a front or back? It's, I think it was a box. It was a rectangular box because it didn't need to be anything else. After it was all said and done, they're like, well, we're going to take this out on the lake. No. I bet you after the time he was on that thing, he never wanted to see that ark again. Hoo-hoo. Okay, but now here. So he was going to destroy the earth. <laughs> Middle of the desert. Picture this in your head. Middle of the desert. Twice as wide as this room. A little taller than the ceiling. Five lengths of this room. That's what he was building over a hundred years. He wasn't a professional boat builder. And he's sitting there preaching. He's in the middle of the desert. Do you know how much rain it would take to get that to float? There's no lake nearby. There's no ocean anywhere near that he's going to get that to. Anywhere near. So, as far as you would be concerned, I would sit there and ask a bunch of questions. James goes, oh, by the way, the world's going to be destroyed. I'm going to build this in the middle of the desert. I'm like, okay, James. Cuckoo, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Or as I said earlier, mental for mana. <laughs> anyway, so, but thank you. You're listening to Noah say the earth can be destroyed a hundred years from now. And he's still talking, 20 years later, still talking. Hey, I, I, was, I, went, I went south down to Egypt, came back. Is Noah still crazy? Oh, yeah, he's still crazy. Still working on that thing, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. He's got, he's got a bunch of stalls, and it's enormous. I don't know where he's gonna, what the, what he's going to do. He said, it, he said it's to float. 
How's that thing going to float? It's in the middle of the desert. That's what was going on. Picture that. <laughs> I'm going to, this is going to, be a, this is going to be your Savior. This is your life raft. How can you fathom? We're, we're surrounded by water on three sides here. So, it's logical. A tsunami could hit us with no problem. It's not going to get, it wouldn't, a tsunami wouldn't have gotten to them if one had happened. I looked on the map. The Mediterranean was way to the east, west. I got in, there, was a, there was an ocean, a sea, north of them. To get a structure that large, that far, to a water, would have been itself a monumental task, just getting it there, much less building it. 100 years. And this guy saying, oh, the earth's going to end. He was literally at those times holding the, the end is near, holding the sign. How many people give them attention? You're like, oh, they're just nuts on the corner. The end is near. The end is near. The end's always near. But you're not, the end is near building a big boat. That's what they saw. Now, God was very, very involved in the world back then. I mean, directly involved. They, they could hear him. They could see him. He, he would talk to people. It was a thing. So it wasn't illogical. If somebody were to say it, you might want to take heed. I mean, a hundred years, that's a long time, but something to consider. All right. Now, out of all mankind, we don't know how many people were on the, on the earth at the time, Noah was a good man. How many people were saved in the ark? That was an easy one. Eight. Who are they? Noah, Mrs. Noah, three sons, and three daughters. Daughters-in-law, excuse me. The son's wives. Okay, so eight people. The entire group. So everyone in this building, only eight. That's pretty sad. Those are some sad numbers. I'd like to think. I don't, know the, I don't know the other number to be able to do an actual equation, but eight. That's, that, is a, that is a rough thing to consider. But Noah was upright and blameless. So did Noah not sin? No sin? He was perfect? So what does blameless mean? Yeah, I had to look it up too. I was blameless. I was like, oh. He believed it. He tried not to sin. And he was an honest guy. Not blameless for anything whatsoever, but he feared God and shunned evil. That is the best definition I could come up for blameless. So something that we had to, I had to, think about this in all reality. So the world was being destroyed. So that early in the game of man's existence, God had to decide. He decided this before time was time. But then at Noah, he decided again. Basically, he, he, he reinforced his, his vows like you would do in a marriage. You know, you, he, he decided to kill Jesus again. Reinforced that decision to do for eight people. Think about that. The ark, I love this one. They said the Titanic was built by professionals and the ark was built by amateurs. Could, could, the, could the ark have just sprung a leak? 
Oh no, I'm gonna bring Noah and the eight. I'm gonna bring all eight with me. We'll all go to heaven and we're good. Jesus, you're safe. Think about it. I mean, <laughs> he could have been saved. Wouldn't have had to happen. You're all just despicable anyway. Every waking thought you have is just horrible. So let me save my son. He'd already made the promise. We, some of us, were worth saving. These eight, but these eight and everybody who's worth saving after that. That's what he was paying attention to. They were saving. He had to watch his boy, his son. Mary had to watch her, her son die on the cross. I watched Passion of the Christ. I don't know that I could watch that twice. And I think they were, I think they were nice with the portrayal. Jesus looked horrible. The actor looked horrible. Bloodied up, cut, beat up. And I think they were nice with what, how he looked compared to how Jesus really did look. From what I, I, I read a, a medical breakdown of the, all that had happened to him and what had done and what he would have looked like. He didn't, it, it was far worse than that. He had skin laying off of him, open to the bone. We didn't see that in the movie. And that hurt my heart. And he could have saved him from that for eight people. Just something to think about. So, <laughs> we're in Alaska. <laughs> we have animals here. That's all fine and good, right? We go out. Whatever. And so there's a ruckus going on out in the foyer. And somebody said, oh my goodness, everybody get out of here. All right, we all go out in the parking lot. And we see animals two by two going by. One's a camel. We don't have those here. So imagine you saw a polar bear in the middle of the desert. I'd have questions. You see two penguins waddling by, sweating. I'd have questions. Pick, pick, your, pick your cold-natured animal in the desert walking by, heading toward this monstrosity that Noah just built. Okay. Should that have gotten your attention, possibly? Would that have gotten your attention? Okay, if I'm, if I'm just here, fine. Every Alaskan animal we have... So I see two black bears, two grizzly, two lynx. I'm going to have questions. Where's the trainer? Where's the camera? But if I can't find either, why are they walking by? You think that would have gotten people's attention. I would, I would hope. A miracle just happened. Because they're not hunting me, they're not hunting each other. Why, why, is, why is this bear following this cute little bunny and not trying to chase it down and kill it and eat it. They're just hopping to and fro. That's not natural. That's not right. Something's up. And that didn't get anybody to start asking questions. Noah, hey, what's going on, man? Same thing that's been going on for the last 99.5 years. The end is near. They just know it and you're not paying attention. Nothing. How stubborn do you have to be? That's pretty stubborn, from where I sit. Um, so, why do we, this one I do? I, I enjoyed. It took me a second. I had to figure it out. We get the exact year, month, and day 
that they went into the ark. Why would that matter? Noah's on his calendar going, all right, the end is near. What does that matter? What, what could we possibly have reason to know the exact month, day, and year? Sure. But we know that on, we know that on, was it, it's a, on September 11, 2022, we're all going in the ark. Why, do we, why did that matter? That, for us to know what so is it going to be, are we going to have a, I mean, I'm asking, I don't know. Are we going to have an annual remembrance, memorial of this was the day that God saved us? That, that was possible, but I, didn't, I don't hear about it ever after the game. And the annual celebration of the ark, we hear about the Passover, we hear different, different things, we don't hear about that. We know the year, month, and day when they enter the ark, because they then tell us the year, month, and day when they leave the ark. So, they were only in the ark for 40 days, right? It rained for 40 days and 40 nights, and then all was good? No. It was two months. Six weeks. Three months? Seven and a half. A year and ten days. That's why we know. We know when they left. A year and ten days. The man was around animals and the same seven people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, we know how big it was. I don't know. Was it big enough to get away from everybody? <laughs> and then the smell. The noise. Just the craziness. I mean, the birds were flying all over creation. Noah's like, if I get pooped on one more time, I got the I got the badgers fighting with everybody. What do you think? I think God would have had just, and I have no reason to think this. Just God being who He is, in my opinion, would have had kept that calm. I don't think that it was as crazy as we might think it was. And oh sure. I mean, I think it's a possibility that I'm not saying it was perfect, but I don't. I think. With God in charge, it was not as difficult, maybe, as... And we just don't know. That's the whole point of this discussion class. That, although the whole picture, we're trying to, to, to paint the lines. What was it like on the ark with two of every animal there ever was? The snakes. Oh, I'd put them at the back. <laughs> oh, we do. Yes. And so what we do know is that his patience allowed that to happen. And we do know that because he is so miraculous, I don't need that mouse so loud. Um, <laughs> because he is so miraculous that um, he took care of all of that. So this is just our imagination. Yeah, yeah. And God probably handled all of that. And there probably was just like he had him to preach that long because it's his druthers that no one would be lost, that all would come to repentance and be safe, which is the same thing that we deal with today. He's hoping that none of us will be lost, that we will all repent and come to repentance and be saved. So the power of God, I mean, our imagination could just run wild, but he takes care of everything. That's, that's the beauty of being in God and believing in him, because when you believe in him and you do what he says, everything's going to work out. So I think just 
having our imagination just run wild may not have anything to do with what he, he took care of that. He was sure. on top of it. So they pro- the snakes probably stayed in their places, the baboons in their places. Or, I mean, he probably had all this just ironed out perfectly because he's God. Yes. I, I can't argue with that. You, do you think he would have him work for 100 years building a boat that he doesn't build to put all these animals? He had... So, two by two, they're not killing each other, they're not chasing each other, getting on the ark. Two by two of its kind. Of its kind. Correct. Right. At, very, very likely. Who knows? But the deal was, two by two they came and went under the ark without fighting. So, I believe, can we all agree, that was a miracle? That was miraculous. So, <laughs> Liz says, power of God. I agree. He had Noah and everyone else he had no store enough food for everybody, themselves and the animals. So, my question there would be, why? If he did a miracle, God did a miracle, that they all went on two by two, they all went on the ark, they're all able to get along, why couldn't he just miracle them just to go hibernate? Everyone just stop. You don't need to eat. You really don't need to poop. Just be. Could, could he have done that? Sure, but he didn't. He said that Noah needed to put food on the ark enough for everybody and everything. I just this is a rust thought. Could it be? And this is something that is, it's humanity's ideology. There, we tend to care more for something when we have to care for something. They're just, they're, they're, these are just passengers. I'm the pilot on the, on the, on the ark. They're in the back. Eh, just let them sit there, be good, be quiet, don't fight, and keep it down. That could have been the thing. But no, I have for a year's time. He got to know these animals. He hung out with them. I had to make sure they're fed, taken care of. If any got sick, I don't know if they got sick. We don't know that. We don't need to know that. Quite honestly, that's one of the happiest places I'd be because it's the power of God is blessed all over it, like she's saying. That is a great place to be. No matter what it smelled like, no matter what it sounded like, no matter what I had to deal with, guess what? I'm alive. And sadly, they're on the ark looking over the side and they see who wasn't. Yes, sir. Uh, Sorry. Genesis 7, 2 uh, through 3. Of every clean beast thou shalt take by sevens. The male and the female, and of beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female. Of fowls of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. So it wasn't just two by two. They were, you're right. They're the clean, clean, the clean animals, animals were by sevens. Anyway, we hadn't gotten to that yet, but he's right. Two by two of everything, plus five more of the clean animals. Which... When we get to the end, what did Noah do when they finally got off the ark? Had a sacrifice. <laughs> Gonna need a few extras. <laughs> That's just reality there. But the clean animals, you want to have those be able to produce. You have, I mean, it's, it's just that's just simple math. If there's more of them, then guess what? More will be made of the clean animals. Okay. So 
Finally, we get to the end. I haven't even looked at what the time is. I'm sorry. Finally, we're getting to the end. It stopped raining after 40 days. Now, it could have still rained after that, but (laughs) we've had a little rain this year, have we not? This summer. So rain, from Noah's point of view, is a bad thing. It's God's cleansing, but it's a bad thing. It's like, when it rained, people died. When it rains, that means the water level, which I'm tired of. I'm tired of the... Do you hope that they weren't seasick? They've never been on the ocean. <laughs> so they finally got to learn their thing. There were waves, I'm sure. But the, uh, he's on the ocean. He's tired of rain. So they had to have water. So I'm, I'm, I don't know any of this. I've looked at different avenues. and go. So he didn't have enough food. That is a lot of food. But everybody had to have water. I wonder what the amphibians did. How would you change that out? That's a lot of water. The hippos were probably just miserable. So it would have had to rain for new fresh water to collect it in cisterns. They said very likely he had cisterns. My parents went and saw the ark that they have down in somewhere in America. I can't remember where is it. Kentucky. Okay. Have an elaborate thing. They took, so they took a little bit of a, a allowance with what they did there. It looks like a boat. But had a pretty, pretty intricate setup of how everything was going to be. But he had to do all of those different things. But when it, if it rained, it's just it's a thought I have. If it rained, you'd be just like, oh, I hate the sound of rain on the roof. Because can you imagine what was happening? It started raining, the water's coming up, and it, it, everyone's been around the rain when you have a metal roof, and you're the... Right? But the other sound that he would have heard was... Let us in. Not a pleasant sound. Something I, I, I taught the kids' class uh, Wednesday. Think about this. Three sons, three daughters-in-law, mom and dad. The three sons got to go with their parents. Three daughters didn't. That's ugly. I don't like that. The door's being shut. God's hands. <coughs> Honey! Let us in. Open the door. <coughs> How much faith did they have? They just got on the boat. That's all it says. That's what it's saying. The three sons and their wives got on the boat. We're on the boat. Life's good. Let us in. Your mother can't swim. Your brother has a broken leg. It was painful to Noah. His son's wives we're hurting. It was just ugly. Today, in our, our history that we have, so there's biblical history and there's today, I don't know how that really works, but every man was, except for those eight, 
were corrupt and thought of sin and evil all the time. Could Hitler have gone to heaven? Did God make it possible for Hitler to go to heaven? Yeah. A serial killer that we all might know the name of, rhymes with Dahmer, is supposed to be Brother Dahmer. Was saved in jail, baptized. Everybody could have been on the ark. Chose not to. That's society. That's society today. We are here. When we all meet in a few minutes, we will have empty seats. Not everyone, but there will be there is room. And God made sure there was room. In heaven, there's a lot of real estate. And he has enough room for everybody from then to the end. And people aren't getting on the ark. It is a perfect... What is the point of the ark? It's a great analogy. How could they be so stupid, we'd sit there and say? Why wouldn't they get on it? It's, a perfect, it's the lifeboat, literally. Why didn't they get on it? There's the lifeboat. Get in it. All right, and finally, so, real quick, we, Tracy and I discussed this the other day. Anyone know how fast a dove flies? I only have three minutes. All right, I'm going to give it to you. He let a raven loose first, right? And the raven's going back and forth going, this is ridiculous, there's nothing to land on here. So he just landed back on the boat. He kept looking. He let a dove go the first time. Dove took off, finally came back, said, I got nothing. Third time, olive branch. Why was it a dove? Is it a dove? Because it's, it's the bird of peace. Is that why? We don't know why he chose a dove, but from just scientific, what I understand, a dove flies at 70 miles an hour. A dove can fly 250 miles that way, 250 miles back in one city. From here to Denali is 137 straight. As the dove flies. <laughs> um, so Denali plus and back. That's a pretty good radius. Makes logical sense that a dove would have, he would have done it quickly and had a lot of ground it could have covered. I just thought that was kind of interesting the way a dove was like, oh, it's the dove, a bird of peace. No, it's a dove because he flies fast, man. Shut up. And finally, what do we know? What is the sign that the Lord will never flood the earth again. Rainbow. So I have, <laughs> I have a question. Did light not reflect, re- refract back then? Did we not see... Re- re- so the, there's the waterfalls coming down, or whatever the case is, it rained, and then there's the rainbow. Did that not happen until God decided it? Is it a possibility? Sure. Or, Noah, when you see that, because I'm sure when it was raining, that was visible. When you see that, and from now and forever, that is yours, my stamp, my signature, my promise, my oath to you, I will not flood the earth again for not only Noah, but all of us for all of time. He will not flood this earth again to destroy it. Floods happen. 
destroy the earth. Won't happen. You have two options. I, I always thought this was interesting. I go, so did we not have rainbows? Hey, I'm going to make this rainbow. You'll be able to see it from now on. I don't know. It's something I always wanted to think about and considered. So it was just interesting. Like, okay, we either didn't have rainbows or he said that rainbow you see, we're going to call it a rainbow, and that's me telling you life is good. You're safe from a flood ever again. So just my two cents. We are going to talk about the Israelites next week and all the fun that they had for Moses. But thank you for attending. I appreciate it. I hope that uh, has a, the discussion part was going to be more discussioning. But I thank you all for being here. I appreciate everybody's thoughts that they did have. And uh, we will see you next week. Have a great day.